Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for February the 13th in the year of our Lord, 2024. This is our two of two and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide, the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. We reject revolution unless it's a Jesus revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth because we follow the Prince of Peace. Welcome to the show. Yesterday's show, I want to do a quick recap. Usually do that in the first hour, uh, but of course the TV show was first hour today. So we talked to Dr. Scott Bradley, freedomsrisingsun.com. We talked about his collegiate award-winning series to preserve the nation we also talked about his weekly webinars q a on the constitution and a whole lot more we talked about biden's department of justice declares joe biden mentally incompetent and unfit to serve unfit for office matt walsh daily wire with that headline trump has mocked joe biden and his apparent cognitive decline telling supporters that the 82 year old doesn't even know He's alive. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they say the president is too senile to stand trial. Where's Congress to impeach him then or remove him from office and say, look, you know what? If you don't have the cognitive ability to serve your country, you're out. How come they're doing nothing? Yeah. Anyway, Trump spoke at an NRA uh, expo in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And Trump condemned the Department of Justice for prosecuting Trump, meaning him, uh, for his mishandling of classified documents, but declining to do the same thing for Joe Biden. Um, You want more proof of the double standard? There it is. Anyway, Dr. Bradley asked, have you ever read the book, The Good Earth? Pearl S. Buck wrote The Good Earth. Great book. Read it. Check it out when you get time. Dishonest Joe Biden finally admits to, quote, shrinkflation. We've been telling you about this for years, and they mocked us and said there was no such term. Now Joe can't handle an interview for the Super Bowl, but he can talk about ice cream for 20 seconds uh, and tell you that, man, shrinkflation's horrible. We're getting ripped off by companies. He's asking these companies to stop this. And my response to Joe is Bidenomics has failed. You've admitted it now. This is positive proof. While everybody's worrying about holding on to their houses and holding on to their jobs and being able to buy food, you're worried about another bowl of ice cream, buddy? Come on now. RFKJR put out a $7 million, I don't know what you want to call it, Super Bowl commercial. Well, you can say, well, RFK didn't. A separate super PAC that's not able to collude with RFKJR did it. RFKJR apologizes to his family after the Super Bowl commercial, but he said he wasn't responsible for the commercial. Um, but I don't know why you would apologize. You say, well, they let, use the likeness of uh, other members of the family that are now passed away. And, man, it, mm, RFK's politics and his views on vaccines and health aren't okay, and so shame on him. Look, RFK, you should not have apologized, and you should not have put that on the top, pinned that to the top of your page. This is disaster, in my opinion. It's very, very, very foolish. 
uh, and hopefully RFK can recover from this, but I, I have a feeling it's going to continue to grow wings. There's no such thing, by the way, as a black national anthem. We're all Americans. We can work together with a star-spangled banner. Uh, it's an American song, not a black song, not a white, not a racist song. Shame on the Super Bowl for literally continuing to drive the wedge of racism. Shame on them. All right, you say you got a sore cough? Or I'm sorry, a sore throat? You got a cough? More schools are now suggesting that mildly sick school or mildly sick children should go to school anyway. What are they talking about? Mildly sick children? Hey, if you got a sore throat, a headache, you don't feel well, cold, running out, hey, just go to school anyway. Now, what on earth are these irresponsible people doing? The answer is they all want money. And if you have a bunch of kids sick from school, missing school, they lose money. So because of filthy lucre, they want everybody to come to school sick. Now, what a shame. No one's being tested for COVID. Not that I recommend a test. Not that I recommend vaccines or any of that kind of stuff. Not that I recommend a lockdown. But why not? Why go to extremes? One extreme is, oh, my gosh, we got to lock everything down. Everybody's going to die. Turned out to be a lie. Now we're saying, hey, go to school sick. That's a lie, too. Okay, look, when you're sick, you need rest. When you're sick, you should stay away from other people and not get them sick. But because of money now, filthy lucre, their advice is 180 degrees opposite what they told you two years ago. A couple years ago, it's like, don't go to school at all. If you do, you're going to be a terrorist for possibly getting other Wait, We don't even care. We're not going to test you. No worries about COVID. No worries about another. I'm not extreme on either side. I'm not the never go to school, and I'm not the go to school anyway guy. I'm the guy that says if you're sick, stay home and take care of yourself and don't get other people sick. Self-quarantining is the best plan, whether you got a cold, the flu, the chicken pox, you know, whatever you got, right? Anyway, Donald Trump says build the wall, deport them all. He talks big, but he doesn't get anything done. Where was Donald to deport people when he was in office? Where was Donald to lock up Hillary when he was in office? The answer is he was it's missing an action, I guess. He was too busy backing Fauci, I guess. Too busy shutting us down over the COVID, I guess. Uh, too busy promoting this, you know, global uh, replacement for NAFTA or whatever it was. Come on now. Anyway, we had our guest on Mr. Lowell Nelson, Campaign for Liberty.org after that, second hour. And we talked about the Washington, D.C. Super Bowl, Patriots against the Steelers. <laughs> You're saying what, Sam? That was a while ago. No, that was a joke. You got the American Patriots in D.C., against the Steelers in D.C., right? Just making a joke about how the government seems to be hostile against the people these days. Sad but true. Pray for your leaders, okay? Pray for those who persecute you and despitefully use you and such like that. That means pray for your government these days, doesn't it? Okay, we're not preaching hostility, but we are saying we can't accept what they're doing. We've got to stand against it. Anyway, Paul Craig Roberts wrote out, or wrote, spoke out about the uh, Putin interview, LewRockwell.com, great article. Roberts, quote, watching the interview will help to free you from the propaganda that keeps you in the matrix. Yeah, that's good news in my opinion, right? Tucker Carlson interviews Vladimir Putin. John Leake over at Lou Rockwell breaks down the interview as well. Putin is 100 times more intellectually capable than Biden is. Amen to that. Tucker, quote, the last American journalist, Joseph Sansone, wrote an article about that. And he basically talks about this. The U.S. military, since at least the post-quote Cold War, has been a, quote, mercenary force for globalists to further the goal of world government. 
while simultaneously depleting America's resources. Amen to that. The real propagandists are the ones who dismiss Tucker's interview. Rachel Marsden with that piece, she's highlighting, look, this interview was tremendous, and I agree. Could have been a lot better, but it was very good. Worth having. Revelations from Tucker Carlson's blockbuster interview with Vladimir Putin. David Pine wrote that piece, dear friend of Lowell Nelson's. Putin stated that the collapse of the Soviet Union was effectively initiated by Russian leadership. Yeah. He said it was a decision, confirming that it was planned and done in advance. So this communism's failing around the world is a lie. Anyway, Joel Skousen highlighted that reality for quite some time, and he's been vindicated by the Russian leader. U.S. Senator Mike Lee blasts Ukraine aid for four hours straight. Good for Mike Lee. Someone's got to speak out against this, but the mainstream press didn't tell you any about that, did they? Did they? Didn't think so. That's how they roll, I guess. What a tragic reality check, huh? Anyway, uh, wow. Uh, it, last hour, we talked about this radio station that literally the whole radio station got stolen. Did you hear this? The radio tower got taken. The transmitter got taken. A bunch of the equipment got taken. And the owner of this Alabama radio station, Brett Elmore, uh, the guy, um, WJX, oh, WJLX is the station. Uh, everything just got completely stolen. It's like, what is happening? He says somebody that's a professional had to get this done. The average Joe couldn't have done it. I think he's right. You know, there's a lighting uh, that is up in the center of an AM tower oftentimes. That's, uh, a lot of it's very highly charged. Like if it's if it's live, if it's on, hey, man, you can't touch that tower. A lot of it, it's, it'll shock the crap out of you. That's why I have fences and things like that around these towers. So somebody literally made off with the whole radio station. And I asked Richard Mack about this, and he's, he says, you know what? The FBI has been warning that there's going to be more and more and more vandalism. When the border leaks like a sieve, you all have all kinds of people that hate America coming into this country with an intent to do harm, is this the start of that he brings up? And I think he's wise to, to question that and wonder what the heck is happening. All right, quick pause. Got a lot more where that came from. We'll do it all in seconds on your radio. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. My name is Christian Knuckles. I prophesy there will be no revival until the church leadership stops lying to the people. I'm the first soldier of the spiritual body of Christ, the Lion of Judah, the Confederate Church of Christ. I'm here to declare the lion will lie down with the lamb when the lying stops. A message from Christ Kingdom Ministries and brought to you by confederatechurchofchrist.com. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. 
As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. Tucker Carlson taking heat big time by the Democrats and, quote, professional do-gooders that claim they know everything. Uh, Hillary Clinton trotted out, old, confused, crazy Hillary trotted out. And she says, you know, um, Tucker was a useful idiot in that interview with uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, Anyway, I don't see it that way at all, but that's how they like to paint the narrative. But your government is against Tucker on this as well. Interestingly enough, they let. Uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and and all these other clowns run around and deal with uh, governments internationally and don't seem to blink an eye. But if Tucker wants to interview somebody, oh, no, that's horrible. How dare you? Uh, so now um, Tucker's quite frustrated about the attacks that he's getting from our government. Listen up. The, I'll, I'll start in reverse order. Why now? Well, I've been trying for three years to do this interview. Um, the U.S. government prevented me from doing it by spying on my text messages and leaking them to the New York Times. And that spooked the Russian government into canceling the interview. So I've been trying to do this, but my country's intel services were working against me illegally, and that enraged me because I'm an American citizen. I'm 54, I pay my taxes, I obey the law. And there was no expectation in the America that I grew up in that my government and its intel services, NSA and CIA, which were always outwardly focused on our foreign enemies, would be turned inward against American citizens. And I'm shocked by that, and I'm infuriated by that. And so once I discovered that that was happening, and I confirmed it was happening, and they admitted that they did it, then I was totally determined, monomaniacally dedicated to doing this interview, not simply because I want to know uh, what Vladimir Putin is like and what he thinks about a war that is resetting the world and really gravely damaging my country's economy, but also because they told me I couldn't on the basis of illegitimate means um, and for no really clearly stated justification. And I thought that can't stand. I don't, I want to live in a free country. I was born in one and I'm going to do whatever small thing I can do to maintain, um, you know, the society that I I love. You are are known to be um, pro-Republican party, right wing of the Republican Party. This is what they claim. They said first you've been a Democrat <laughs> and you became a Republican. Okay. Or you are known to be pro-Trump, anti-Biden. What is truthful in this? And you went to Putin because you are pro-Trump and anti-Biden? Um, I mean, my views are not very interesting. 
uh, I would, I'm not sure how I would characterize them. They're changing as quickly as the world itself is changing. And I, as a matter of principle, I, I think that, you know, that your views should change when the evidence changes and assumptions that you had in the past are proven wrong. That has ha happened to me virtually every month of my life. If you pay close enough attention, you can rate your own performance, just as if you're betting on sports. You know, I lost that one. And when you do, when it turns out that the things you thought were true were lies, you should admit it. So what are my views? I'm not certain. Tell the truth is my main view. And I plan to do that to the best of my ability. So um, Trump played no role in this whatsoever. There's a, obviously an election in my country coming uh, to fruition in November. I have no idea what's going to happen. I think that the current administration is very obviously incompetent and the, the president is senile. That's not an attack. Everyone knows it. Um, it has now been confirmed, I, I, I would say, this week uh, in, in the report that you're all familiar with. But, um, and that's very sad, but it, it had sort of nothing to do with the interview. I wanted to interview Putin because he's the leader of a country that the U.S. government is sort of at war with, though not in a, in a declared way. Sir. You know your president, President Biden, well. Yes, you, I do. You've been working in several media organizations from PBS, CNBC, MSNBC, uh, Fox News, CNN, and you've been covering this field well, and you know the American politicians. And now you've been following Putin, and you did a very lengthy interview with this gentleman. And for sure, to interview them, you did your homework and you did your research. Comparing the culture, the competence between Vladimir Putin and Biden, how do you see the two men now uh, running the world? I mean, if this were boxing, the fight would be called by the medic. Um... So, and I say that as an American, and I'm, I don't have another passport. I don't plan to ever leave my country. My family's been there hundreds of years, and I love it. I am a patriotic American. And I grieve when I see that the president is non-compass menace, and that in my country, it is considered very rude to say that. And you sort of wonder, how did you get to a place where you have an incompetent president who's driven not simply the standard of living, but life expectancy downward, and no one feels free to say that. That's not a political observation. It's a statement of fact, which is provable empirically. And the most radicalizing thing I would just say for me in the eight days I spent in Moscow was not simply the leader of the country, who of course is impressive. It's the largest landmass in the world. And it's wildly diverse, linguistically, culturally, religiously. It's hard to run a country like that for 24 years, whether you like it or not. So an incapable person couldn't do that. He is very capable, and many of you know him, and you know that. What was radicalizing, very shocking, and very disturbing for me was the city of Moscow, where I'd never been, the biggest city in Europe, 13 million people. And it is so much nicer than any city in my country. I had no idea. My father spent a lot of time there in the 80s when he worked for the US government and barely had electricity. And now it is so much cleaner and safer and prettier aesthetically. It's architecture, it's food, it's service. All right, than any country, in city that. in the United States. Um, you know, I haven't been to Russia, so I can't really speak to that. I, I, I do know, though, that on the surface it appears great, uh, but I don't think that's really true day in and day out for the average uh, Russian people. I think they live under uh, a thumb, not as much as China, but certainly uh, a problem. But what I want to highlight about this video is Tucker literally is saying the government of the United States literally spied on him illegally. He caught them at it. They admitted it. And he's been trying to get this interview with Vladimir Putin for three years now. 
And they then in the international press say, well, you know, Biden and, you know, Vladimir Putin, who, who do you think is the more adept leader kind of a question? And he's like, you know what? If it was a boxing match, it had already called the medics would have to come in to protect Joe. And so what I find interesting about this, then they say, well, is it because you're pro-Trump and you want to trash Biden? And no, let me get this straight for you all so that you understand Tucker's tried to interview the leader of the Ukraine as well. And as far as I understand, he's been turned down. They won't do it. Right. So you really got to ask yourself a question. Why? Right. How come the Ukrainian leader won't do an interview with Tucker? All right. I submit to you that Tucker says the U.S. needs to quit supplying weapons to the Ukraine. All right. Why don't we uh, have interviews with all these people? All right. We might be able to work on some prisoner swaps. We might be able to work on some easing of or ceasefire plans or efforts to back away from war. Why not peacefully talk? And what I don't understand is, uh, where's our leaders on this? They're literally now attacking Tucker over this. They literally tried to prevent this from happening. Listen to this headline. In Tucker Carlson interview, Putin urges U.S. to push Ukraine to talks. Think about that. That's the Associated Press, people. So Putin's now saying, hey, let's sit down and talk. And we find out that our government prevented Tucker from even interviewing the leader that's asking for talks. Why wouldn't we have talks? Can I ask you that? Why wouldn't we have talks? Why wouldn't we want to work on this? Without talking, can we ever resolve it? Or is it just more bombs, more weapons, more deep state, more, um, what do you want to call it? More war, more um, military industrial complex, more. In Tucker Carlson interview, Putin Putin urges the U.S. to push Ukraine to talks. Do you agree with that? Do you want talks? I do. Why? Because I believe that's possibly the way we might develop a peace plan. But I'm very disappointed in the United States government. They're literally attacking one of our own, a journalist, saying, hey, let's spy and leak to the New York Times. Now, that's criminal. I hope Tucker prosecutes the CIA, the NSA, whoever's responsible, to the fullest extent of the law on this sucker. Shame on these clowns. What on earth has the United States government turned into? At every turn, they are hostile to everything we believe in. Joe, the whole administration, hostile to everything we believe in. They're funding transgender agendas. They're literally attacking Tucker. They're literally leaking and using their their partner, the New York Times, to to smear Tucker and try to prevent this interview from happening. Is that a war crime? When you domestically attack a syndicated 
you know, host uh, over this idea that he wants to interview a foreign leader that you may disagree with. You don't want talks between Russia and the United States. You don't want talks between the United States and the Ukraine. You don't want talks, three-way talks between Russia and the Ukraine and the United States. Why not? This is where, in my opinion, Joe Biden is literally uh, engaged in, um, you know, some would say don't ever use the word treason, Sam. But what do you call it when someone's trying to negotiate for peace or at least get the the understanding and, and, and a foreign leader that we disagree with says, hey, let's let's sit down and have talks. And we literally reject that. And now we're attacking the messenger. I'm telling you, your government needs to be sued by Tucker for millions of dollars. The question is, is this happening to the rest of us? Oh, yeah, they're attacking me via the FBI, uh, via the Justice Department, uh, via these outside clowns feeding information to them via congressional hearings, right? Yeah, it's happening to me and Tucker both. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. Major winter weather is slamming the Northeast this Tuesday. The Northeast is on high alert due to a fast-moving storm. New Jersey residents gearing up for what could be the first significant snowstorm in a while. We are really excited. We like to have fun. We like to drink hot chocolates. Not looking forward to the snow. It's a shame because it's been nice the past couple days, like the past week. Tuesday's anticipated snowstorm has led to the closure of all public schools in New York City and Boston. USA's John Schaefer reporting some areas in the region are looking at up to a foot or more of snow. Police in Houston say the person accused in the megachurch shooting at Joel Osteen's church had a history of mental illness. They say Genesee Moreno was involved in a dispute with her Jewish ex-husband and had an anti-Semitic background. A sticker that read Palestine was attached to the butt of her rifle. Some Republican lawmakers say statements from a DOJ special counsel regarding President Biden's age and memory need to be taken more seriously. The idea that he's mentally unfit to stand trial begs the question, is he mentally unfit to be the commander in chief? Texas Congressman Mike McCall. Last week, a special counsel assigned to investigate Biden's prior mishandling of classified documents mentioned how the president seemed to experience strange memory lapses during a lengthy interview. Biden says the special counsel questioned him for five hours over a two-day period early last October. The DOJ ultimately cleared Biden of any charges related to the classified documents investigation, saying he fully cooperated with federal officials in returning them. President Biden has joined TikTok, making his debut on the widely used social media platform. Several Republican legislators have criticized both the app and its parent organization, ByteDance, raising concerns about potential ties to the Chinese government. This is USA News. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. 
Call now. 800-511-6046-800-511-6046-800-511-6046. That's 800-511-6046. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Introducing Managed IT Services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20-plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with Managed IT Services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable. Introducing PrepStartsNow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit PrepStartsNow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with PrepStartsNow.com. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. It is insane that the United States of America attacking one of our own, trying to prevent Tucker from interviewing Vladimir Putin. Now Tucker's trying to interview the Ukrainian president as well. Everybody wanting to sit down for talks, except for the United States of America. They just want war. Tucker Carlson basically tried to do this interview for the last three years, and our government's been attacking uh, him, leaking information in the New York Times, NSA, CIA, all engaged in illegal activity, according to Tucker. And Tucker needs to sue their socks off, I'm telling you right now. All right, it's getting worse in America by the day. I hate to be so negative, but I'm just telling you. Uh, gun rights. Uh, they're internally, domestically attacking your right to keep and bear arms at the state level all over the country. Uh, Colorado is a great example. Uh, Illinois is a great example. Washington State, California, great examples. They're literally trying to violate your right to keep and bear arms. It's a God-given inalienable right, uh, I might add. It doesn't come from government. Government was uh, just told to keep their hands off of it via the Second Amendment. Nevertheless, uh, we've talked about these international gun laws, too, where they're trying to create an international gun treaty. And many people are saying, don't worry about it. It'll never come to America. Well, it might. And now they find a way to go in through the back door, if you will. What am I talking about, you say? Well, now it turns out that a Mexican lawsuit, they call it a Mexican gun lawsuit, aims to change America's gun laws. Our buddy Joshua Phillips over at Crossroads with the Epoch Times, Joshua Phillips, good, great, great reporter, by the way, 
you ought to get a whole lot more coverage. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, I want to highlight this because, again, my Operation Reach Out says, let's grab information from other talk show hosts. Let's not just do our own stuff. Let's grab information from each other and just make everything we do go viral. Okay? If Josh Phillips puts out something and me and a thousand talk show hosts roll it out, we can be a force to reckon with much bigger than even CNN or Fox or X or any of these clowns, right? We've got so many different channels, so many different ways. Let's use it to our advantage. Here is the update from Josh Phillips on this Mexican gun lawsuit in the United States. Folks, let's jump into the first story, though. Let me tell you about this. Um, I want to talk about what's happening right now with the, the attempts to regulate firearms by going after the industries tied to firearms. Because it seems right now that the powers that be want to be able to take away your rights to own a firearm, but they realize the Constitution stops that from happening. The government cannot really go. They're finding that as cases go to the Supreme Court, that increasingly the Supreme Court actually rules in favor of your ability to own guns and not the government's ability to restrict that right. And because of that, they are finding other ways to do it. One of the big ones is a lawsuit coming from Mexico, of all places, against gun manufacturers right here in the United States. And all if right, this pause. is able to go through and if it will. So he brings up an important point. Your government was content to go to the Supreme Court when they were winning. But now that the Supreme Court's doubling down on your right to keep and bear arms and the government's losing, they don't like this. So they're going another way about it. So the border leaks like a sieve in multiple ways now. Now you've got lawsuits from over the border, quote, international lawsuits, uh, making their way in the United States as an effort of the government to deny you your God-given inalienable rights. Josh continues to break it down. Here he is. Wins eventually. This will cripple the ability of the United States to manufacture firearms and notably restrict the ability of these companies to sell to individuals because they might worry, for example, about reselling and things like that. A federal appeals court just issued a ruling that Mexico does have the right to sue gun manufacturers in the United States. The Mexican lawsuit is going after U.S. gun companies and it's accusing them of being responsible for the gun violence in Mexico, of all places. And the head of the group filing this lawsuit wrote an op-ed in Newsweek that details some of the real purposes on this. Lo and behold, it turns out that it's more about restricting firearms than it is about them being angry about gun violence in Mexico. And notably, sites that track debates on gun laws, they had some pretty good insight on this. This is Bearing Arms. Bearing Arms said that gun control activists are thrilled that a federal appeals court has allowed the government of Mexico's lawsuit against several U uh, major U.S. gun makers to proceed, at least for the time being, because they're hoping that the litigation of the lawsuit will lead to the obliteration of the firearms industry. It says a new op-ed in Newsweek from Jonathan Lowy, head of the Global Action Against Violence, makes that clear and it says Lowy, who was formerly the general counsel and vice president of Brady's legal team is the architect of Mexico's lawsuit though you have to scroll all the way to the bottom of his op-ed to discover his role in the litigation it says from the outset of his piece however Lowy makes his hopes for the lawsuit clear a way to impose all kinds of new gun control re restrictions without a vote in Congress or even unconstitutional executive actions by Joe Biden. Now look, 
Keep in mind, this is part of a broader trend going on right now in the United States, trying to take away the rights of American citizens to own firearms. You might remember there was the Supreme Court ruling which determined that any kind of gun law now passed in the United States needs to be within the original interpretation of the Founding Fathers of the United States in the U.S. Constitution. And of course, if you go by that time, you could pretty much own anything. The Founding Fathers, of course, were a bunch of insurrectionists who had firearms and waged a war against the most powerful military on the face of the planet at the time, the British Empire. And, of course, this band of farmers and, you know, backwoods mountain men ended up beating the most powerful military on Earth. They did that notably with military-grade weapons, which at the time were muskets. Now, of course, if you were to take that interpretation of gun control and apply it to these days, that would mean you can own everything from an assault rifle to artillery. But, of course, the powers that be are trying to make sure that Americans do not have that ability. <laughs> Officials are finding right now, basically, that the Constitution protects Americans very, very broadly. And so, because of that, groups that want to go after these types of things, they're taking some roundabout ways in doing it. They're trying to strip the rights, in particular in this case, of Americans from owning firearms by using backdoor approaches. Uh, this includes some of the things we talked about recently. One of the things they're doing is they're trying to regulate ammunition because a lot of officials are like, well, you know what, we can't make it so you can't own a gun, but we can make it so you can't own ammo. All right, you can go ahead and stop the uh, interview. Josh Phillip doing a phenomenal job highlighting this, in my opinion, and that's why we want to make this go viral for Josh. Good for him for literally doubling down on this. Mexican gun lawsuit aims to change America's gun laws. Joshua Phillip. Now, I want to highlight this. Joe Biden, as commander-in-chief of the greatest military in the history of the world, uh, as a man who is supposedly president of the United States of America, who's sworn an oath to be president, uh, and, um, you know, they have the inauguration and all that, right? All right, now, Joe Biden has an obligation to reject these attempts to restrict gun rights in America. So does Congress. Remember the three branches of government. If the courts are kind of caving on this and the uh, middle court or you know, the appellate court's like, hey, you know, the Mexican folks do have standing to go to this lawsuit. And where's Joe? To stand up where's congress where's mike johnson where's matt G where's ever where's ron Rand paul where's all these people to say you know what this is unacceptable you need to protect us from enemies foreign and domestic according to your oath in my opinion if you have a foreign government mexico who wants to sue in america to change our right to keep and bear arms or manipulate the laws against gun ownership the president must do all he can to stop that. Every member of Congress, House and Senate, both, um, what do you call them, houses, the upper and the lower, whatever you want to call it, uh, they all have an obligation. The states, the governors, all have an obligation to say, no, we're going to sue Mexico now. We're going to stop this. Courts, you know what, you can't give standing to foreigners. So Tucker can't even talk to Vladimir Putin, but the courts can give the foreigners in Mexico carte blanche to our court system with an idea of derailing one of the most important rights we have as citizens that is the right of self-defense what will america be like if the border leaks like a sieve and drug cartels control all 50 states 
and ne'er-do-wells and professional, you know, do-gooders and people who want to destroy America are all over the country, and then they take away our right to keep and bear arms, then what will America look like? You think America looks bad now and the border looks like a just a wasteland? I submit to you that you ain't seen nothing yet, baby. It'll get way worse. And I, I've got a problem with that. I got a problem with that, by the way. Now, the American Family Association wants to send letters to persecuted Christians in Russia. Isn't that interesting? If the Russian, uh, you know, president's so awesome, why are Christians being persecuted in Russia? Well, sadly, the same reason Christians are being prosecuted and persecuted in the United States, right? There is a war on everything good. Leaders in America are betraying their oaths of office literally on the daily. All right, quick pause. I got more where this came from in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Wow, a lot of, a lot of news covered today, huh? Mexican lawsuit aims to change our right to keep and bear arms. Where's the president? Where's all those folks who have sworn an oath to uphold the Constitution and protect us from enemies, foreign and domestic? You got 535 members of Congress, plus you got the president, plus you have all the members of the courts. None of them seem to be defending America at all as they let a Mexican lawsuit to destroy our right to keep and bear arms prosper in the courts of the United States. It's a crime. It's a shame. It's a disgrace. Criminal prosecutions should be occurring. 
for this kind of behavior. All good is attacked and all evil is promoted uh, in America today. The only solution is to turn to God Almighty. He's the only one that can put a check on this evil and wickedness. Uh, but we the people need to call upon him. We need to open the door. He leaves it to our agency. And as a nation, we have a collective agency that's right now choosing good over evil. I wish evil over good. We need more of the good over evil plans. And that starts with turning to God Almighty. All right. The Biden administration is, again, guilty of another crime. We need to absolutely prosecute the full extent of the law. Uh, Joe needs to be impeached over this. But again, Congress is derelict in their duty. Congress uh, simply not around to do the job. They're just too busy. I don't know what they're wasting time on. Uh, they're basically trying to sneak through. We'll get into that, sneak through these uh, other things that are disaster. But Joe Biden and administration is planning to implement a central bank digital currency, CBC, central bank currency, to destroy financial privacy and your control over your own money. It's happening now. LC.org, that's Liberty Council, our dear buddies, Matt Staver and crew, highlighting this one for us. Uh, and the bottom line is, look, they're literally trying to take the, your paper cash away and replace it with digital fiat money. Now, the cash is bad, but the digital currency is worse. Real money, constitutional currency, is what needs to be protected in America. But again, none of them are willing to stand up at all. All right? While, joined, while Biden joins TikTok in push for young voters, so now Biden's on TikTok. That works well for him because, you know, they're really, 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 really short. And if they practice enough and, and can pre-produce whatever they release to TikTok, then, you know, if it takes him, you know, a 20-second video, it takes him 50 times to get it right, no problem. Joe, you'll be at work doing that. But anyway, Biden joins TikTok. So now Biden, I thought the government was going to ban TikTok. Now Biden, literally the president of the United States, is subject to the communist party's platform. Think about that for a minute. The president of the United States, so-called elected, is now using this communist party service that the government as a whole has said is dangerous and not safe because it's controlled by the communist party. Now the president of the United States using TikTok. What do you think of that? Now the Biden administration is also off their rock. They are funding a study that will stretch into 2027 to help transgender people cope with financial and psychological stress related to the COVID-19 pandemic. It's like, I thought the pandemic was over. Well, it might be over, but your tax dollars are being spent by Joe. HHS, the Department of Homeland Security, whatever it is, right? Or Health and Human Services, I guess this is. HHS, Health and Human Services, has approved more than $1.4 million. $1.4 million for Duke University and other organizations to develop interventions that will help transgender people cope with COVID-19 and pandemic relations. I don't understand this. The program, they say, will end in March 2027, nearly five years after HHS, that's the Department of Health and Human Services, declared it was over. So what the heck is up with that? I don't know, but I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Um, now, if Joe Biden's not the president in 2025, is his study going to continue if somebody else is president, or are they going to shut it down? 
Where's Congress right now to say, Joe, you don't have money to spend. You don't have money to fund a study through 2027 that promotes this special funding for transgender folks and how they're dealing with COVID different than the rest of society, this special interest group. You don't have authority to do that. See, Joe should be impeached over that. Where does he get all this money to just forgive student loans, even though the court says no, and he thumbs his nose at the court? He can't be prosecuted because he's a kind old man. But yet, at the same time, he can promote this agenda? Where's Congress to stop the HHS Health and Human Services Department on this thing? They say the program will end in March 2027. It better end way before that if we get the right president in place. It's a disgrace. All right, the headline from Ron Paul as we wrap up the show today says this. Like cockroaches who scurry for cover when exposed to the light, our own government is trying to run and hide right now. Ron Paul, campaignforliberty.org with this piece. Because of the action of patriots like you, Speaker Mike Johnson, and the Majority Leader Steve Scalise, are backing down on their plan for a secret session of Congress to debate the FISA 702 renewal plan. So let me get this straight to be clear. Mike Johnson and clowns are trying to meet in secret to pass uh, 702, this Patriot Act 702, whatever. And because of the action like patriots like you, they're backing away from it, which is great news. The bad news is I thought Mike Johnson was a good guy. Not. All right, that doesn't mean our battle's over, says Ron Paul. In fact, it's time to double down and turn up the heat. Johnson and Scalise are now pushing a, quote, new version of the House Intelligence Committee's bill. Giving it a new name and trying to deceive us. It does nothing to run it or rein in the spy state. In fact, this bill actually expands the government's ability to spy on millions of Americans without ever even getting a warrant. This is unacceptable, people. Now, Jonathan and Scalise are the ones doing this in secret. This reeks of the secret police force. Yeah, it completely ignores the Fourth Amendment of the United States. It's like Russian government, the KGB and stuff. Right now, they fear they're going to lose their crown jewel because Americans are starting to push back and say, no, we don't want this FISA spy stuff. Enough of it. George Bush got away with it, and every president since was guilty of violating their oath of office and criminal activity. It's going to stop, and the American people are pushing back to where now they've got to change the name of it and do it in secret. And shame on Johnson and Scalise to push this envelope. The surveillance, the surveillance state lobbyists are losing the battle, and this latest bill is merely a stunt, a last-ditch effort to deceive, to fearmonger people into caving to the deep state. Shame on Johnson. Shame on Scalise. But where's the other folks besides Ron Paul speaking out about this? Ron's doing a great job. That's why I want to amplify what Ron's doing on this. Call your U.S. representative immediately and say, you know what, reject any manipulated bill on this. Reject the new name of the bill. Okay, it's a bipartisan issue. Send your messages. Campaign for Liberty is doing a great job to say, hey, this has got to stop. Don't be silent in the face of government spying.
they say. Call your U.S. rep right now, 202-225-3121, and tell them, uh-uh. We don't want any part of this scandalous manipulation. And you know what? Speak out about how they're changing the name and manipulating this and how Mike Johnson and Steve Scalise are at the helm of this thing. Shame on them. But the surveillance state lobbyists, the deep state, are losing the battle. And this is an attempt to try to deceive and change the name and get the upper hand. We cannot let them do this. we got to make sure this does not happen. We ask for your serious involvement and help to stop this stuff, right? We really have to stop this big time, right? And it's going to take all of us. Our greater numbers are the key to the exercise for sure, right? Um, there's no other way to stop it but the American people to do something, right? We have got to make a difference and do it now. We've, uh, we, we've got a short time to make a difference here on this thing. And we've got to act immediately. Uh, I appreciate Matt Staver for bringing this out. I appreciate Ron Paul for bringing these things out. The surveillance state lobbyists are losing, and they know it. And whenever they lose, they want to change the game and manipulate it to where it's a fresh bill, a different thing, and then they lie to you about the details. They never give you time to read it. They never get a chance to deal with this thing properly, right? Anyway, all I can tell you is crazy. But we the people better get a handle on it now. We cannot leave this in the hands of others. This culture war is now meeting literally a domestic and foreign threat. They're using the, the domestic and international laws to now manipulate and take away your rights. I believe in the protection of life, liberty, and property. And the only way to get that done is make sure we have a force greater than the government's force to abuse us. That is the right to keep and bear arms. That is the right to free speech, practicing of one's religion, peaceful assembly, the freedom of the press, and more. Why is Tucker being attacked? Why am I being attacked? Why are you people being attacked? Why is even Mike Johnson trying to hide and pass these bills in secret to deceive you and let government spy on you? Why is this happening? Answer, because we the people aren't engaged. You want to turn the tide, our greater numbers can meet success if you get involved. In a peaceful way, by the way. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Two hours of hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. I am Sam Bushman. LibertyRoundTable.com, our website, LovingLiberty.net, our nationally syndicated radio network. Support us, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America.